new Premier League season is here and so is the Fantasy Premier League. Whether you are a new manager or an expert, you've got all the tips, the strategies, the disappointments and how to beat the competition. Raise yourself and enjoy the ride. Hello, that you're here. Welcome back to another brand new episode of FPL Manager Script. I hope you enjoyed um, look ahead into game one, game week one. Certainly, didn't <laughs> disappoint, did it? Um, we'll, we'll be looking into the review of uh, game week one and also we'll cast our minds into game week two pretty shortly. And to help me with the discussion today, I've got Lewis Edwards. Um, he, he likes to call himself FPL Lewis. Um, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for having me. Mm. Okay, so um, yeah, we this is game week two. We after uh, a couple of weeks, we are all itching to to for for the new season to start. The new season start last weekend. Lots of um uh, disappointments <laughs> you will learn. Then it's also it's also some 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 fun part coming in, especially with having millions of um new managers jumping onto FPL, and then um a lot of um here and there, a lot of uh, Holland. Haaland owners uh, bragging here and there, and also Kane, Kane owners also um, gathering their losses. So sum up your game week one for me. Uh, overall, I think game week one quite went quite well. Um, obviously, I picked the wrong captaincy, but mm-hmm. I'm not really gonna. I'm not really. I picked Kane, um, so we all know how that went. I'm not really gonna. <laughs> I'm not really gonna dwell on it too much. Um, obviously, I had Haaland and Salah as well, so I kind of they kind of brought it back for me. Um, obviously had Martinelli like most people did um, overall for first game week it's quite it went quite well I never really do well on a first game week though ever so I wasn't really expecting much I knew uh, something wasn't going to go right because it never does mm, so um, um, what does yeah. it mean what does it mean for, for, for managers starting off with, with 30 I, I know I personally know someone who had 32 points below, way, way below average. Uh, what does this speak for them? Uh, this manager has Gabriel, he has uh, Kane. Uh, is it is it time to throw in the towel and say, look, uh, I might as well just cut my losses and then <laughs> do anything? <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't say tossing the towel. I think there are ways, ways to get back up. Mm-hmm. Obviously, 32 points. I think the average this week was 57, so even I was below the average. Um, mm. and I've and I've played it for a few years now, um, but I think I think you can either stick with Kane. I think Kane's the main point for everybody. Yeah. Everyone, um, you know, it was either don't have Salah and have Kane Harland or have Salah and have either one of them. Um, but I think you know people. I I think I was lucky. I had all three, so it wasn't too bad. But I think if there's an option of you could either keep Kane and ride it out and hope he gets back up there, or you can. You know, make that transfer to um, to Haaland, and I think it could could help you a bit. I think every other position is not too bad with who you have. I think it's just those spots. I think it's those three players. You know, your your Salah, your Haaland, your Kane, and you can throw Gabriel Jesus in there if you'd like to as well. Okay, all right. So, um, I, I, with you having three premiums, uh, having Haaland, having Kane, having Salah, I, I, I would love to know how your team looks like. But before that, I'm just looking to um, a little bit of um, game over the week. Uh, Villa losing at, at, at Bournemouth. All managers were thinking, okay, fine. We knew Darwin Ines wasn't going to start. So um, why why don't you bank in on um, Luis Diaz? And he blanked. Like he blanked. And before the start of yeah. game week one, it had never happened. A player to have 
over 76.9% of uh, managers owning him. And then he blanked. He literally had just one shot on target. What was what, what was the shocker for, for, for game week one? I think I think mine was was Aston Villa. Mm-hmm. I think I had um I was pondering between uh, Matt, Matty Cash and Kieran Trippier. Um went for Matty Cash in the end and obviously they didn't do great. I was quite surprised. Um that was the top one for me. I was expecting a you know uh, quite any no offense to any ball on the fans or anything, but I was expecting like an easy game, and you know, I had you know six seven points mm-hmm. um, for cash, but obviously you got one. Uh, that was probably the main one, and obviously Jesus as well. But I think I think everyone was expecting him to run out and score two three goals like he has been in preseason, but he it is against a good Palace side. Um, I know it was two 0 but he was getting into the good positions. But I could still put it in there as a surprise. I think. Mm, um, okay. Him, him blanking. And then, and let's 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 just talk about um Kulisevsky. I mean, people would just um argue that he came up against Jinepo, who naturally is in the wing back. So you 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 think he would just uh, be running routes there? But then he, will you say he's the best eighty million mid Kulisevsky for for spirits? If if you're looking at game week one alone, yes. Um. Okay. But in my opinion, I do think Diaz is the best option. I think if you, like I said, if you look at game week one and how Spurs would, how Spurs played, Kulusevski was getting up the wing, cutting in, and all you know, having the shots and finding the passes as well. But I just think Liverpool, in all, started slow. But I, so I do think Diaz will come back, and I do think he is the best option. With obviously when Nunes starts playing a bit more and Salah gets rolling, and you know you've got Trent and Robbo, I think he is the best option. Kulusevski is a close second. No, okay, okay, all right. So, so according to you, would you would you say um, um, Gabriel Ones, Kane Ones should have a little faith, or maybe you think it's about time? Maybe now we know Haaland has gone up by 0.1 million. And he's now 11.6. Kane has dropped to 11.4. Do you still think managers have to upgrade to? I would even call it an upgrade, but do you think it's to transfer in Haaland? Even before this, uh, just before this podcast is, uh, statistics shows that over 780k uh, managers have already transferred Haaland in, Kane out. Do you still think those who haven't should just have a little faith or people should just <laughs> be doing their business? Um, I think, obviously, when when you get into your first week of FPL, if, you, if you've never played before, Mm-hmm. I think because you've you've never had an experience of a full season, you look at that first game and say you've got forty points and Kane's blanked and Jesus has blanked. I think people do start to panic and think that you know that is that matters really. But you know you've got seven thirty seven weeks left. Mm-hmm. Um, I think person well personally for my team we might come on to it. I've you know got rid of Kane, but I think we'll we'll come on to that mm-hmm. later. But it was kind of a plan that I had. Um, but no, I think my opinion, if you've got Kane and you've got, you know, I think people are panicking over the Chelsea game. Yeah. Um, if any, that, that is the one thing that people are panicking over is that Chelsea game. After that, he's got, got some, he's got some good runs. And I've, I've seen, you know, since the end of the game week, um, everyone's saying that it's very, very rare for Tottenham to score four and Kane and Son not to be scoring. So I do think he should he should stick, in my opinion. Um, 
But then again, if you've got the funds and you want Harlan, then you know, go for it. It's, it's, it's your team. Okay. So you 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 already have Harlan and you have Kane. So to you, maybe I would say to you, it's no it's no much of a big it's no much of a big brainer for you because you already have these two wonderful strikers. Um, people are just saying that these two guys will go go ahead and then. Um, take the Premier League this season by storm. So you have these two players. So would you say you are not really afraid because you just have uh, uh, both of them or it's just people should just give Kane time because for Spurs to go 4-0, if, if you watch the game, you you saw a different hurricane. I mean, we've seen the Jose Mourinho hurricane dropping in to just um, take the centre-backs, to, to draw the centre-backs away. But this is a different Kane that's could draw as as deep as almost to the center line. Would you would you still see managers should still go in for this quantity version of Hurricane? Uh, I, I do um, I do agree with what you were saying there about how he looks like a different Hurricane. He did he doesn't look as fast. So I, what I did watch the Tottenham game. He didn't look as fast. He didn't look like he was running in to those goal scoring positions. He looked like he was more dropping back like a. He reminded me of uh, like a Roberto Firmino, mm-hmm. if, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. He yeah. was he was dropping back. He was he was letting the wing backs do everything. And obviously, you saw Ryan Sessegnon play ridiculously well. Mm-hmm. Um, both the wing backs that they were pushing up, and it was more crew with Sessegnon and Son. Um, so I, th- I think Kane will start to pop up with some goals. Um, I think if, like you said, I've got. Both, I've got Harland and Kane. I think so, so. On that Saturday, I wasn't too worried, mm. um, but I do think there is a bit of worry if you've just got Harry Kane and and everyone's going to Harland. <laughs> um, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. They're both just as good as each other. Um, obviously, you've got to remember that Harland is a lot younger than Harry Kane, and he will. He's a lot faster. We saw that in the West Ham game. He was a, he was like lightning on his off his acceleration. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. But Kane will start to score. He will. He did it last season. Everyone doubted him, and then everyone started putting him back in. So he will start to score. Okay, all right. So one player, one player prior to the start of game week one, everybody said we knew Darwin Nunes. Um, he played in Community Shield. He he did absolutely well, even though he didn't play that much. We knew as a player coming into a new league, he wasn't going to start. But then, um, of all the players that played game week one, Darwin Nunes had a whooping 36.53 kilometers per hour when it comes to speed. And he plays less, he played less than 40 minutes. And if you look at his 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 uh S, SG, you could you could see this is a guy who's ready to really take the Premier League by storm. Do you do you see it that way, or is it just <laughs> George and Club doing this then? I think obviously when he came on, I knew, I think like you said, he wasn't going to start because he's mm-hmm. still a new a new league, and Firmino knows the league, and I think it was the right option to start Firmino. Um, but like I so said, when he came on, he was he was ridiculous, absolutely mm-hmm. crazy. Um, I do think he's gonna when he gets settled in. I do think he'll start against Palace, um, and I do think like you said, he will take the league. Kind of like kind of the same way Harland will um, already is you know but Harland got the two goals and Nunes got the the goal and the assist uh-huh. so I think they're both going to be just as good as each other so he's yeah. definitely someone worth looking at. Mm, all right. So now we'll be coming to some 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 differentials. Um, some players men just have to pay 
to close attention to going into game week two. But but we can't just end without talking about the the, the most successful FPL player uh, of all time. I mean, to me, he's he's the best FPL player of all time, Mohamed Salah, scoring yet again on game week one. I mean, he, <laughs> this yeah. guy is just yeah. he's just amazing. <laughs> I just don't know what to say. He's just amazing. He, he never disappoints, um, ever. Obviously, the way Liverpool were playing. So as a Liverpool fan myself, it was a bit of a, a shaky watch to start off with because we weren't playing good at all. But, you know, it's he always comes alive. He, he always gets in the positions to score goals. And I think, you know, I'm sure you've seen people saying, oh, you don't need Salah. You don't need Salah. I think you do. You, re- you really need Salah in your team if you've not got him. So you've mm-hmm. got to try and make those funds to try and find him because, you know, Every game he plays, he's a threat. No matter if they're a hard opposition or, you know, an easier opposition, he's always going to create goals. And I think you do need him in your team. I'm very much on the Salah train. Mm, okay. Salah has to be in. So, so um, now one thing that I saw in the game that's really got me thinking, especially on the Saturday evening, was Trent. I, I He looked a little bit shaky for me, Trent Alexander-Arnold. And... Uh, I mean, I mean, you know, he's on he's on spot kicks and all of that, just as the same with uh, um, Robertson and. But he should should I I mean, it's it's so difficult for you to even ask the question. Should should men just keep their faith in Trent? But then the thing is, in game week one, you I mean, we all saw Trent like the Trent we've we've never seen this version of Trent. Maybe he wasn't really quick on the balls as compared to. And yes, you would say. Um, Robo had a, a better, a better uh, opposing player as compared to Trent. But is it is it a case of um, Liverpool are slow starters, or it's <laughs> it's it's just something man just to just look out for in game week two? Yeah, I think um, any team can start can start slow, but I think Liverpool have started slow. Trent didn't look great, and if you go back to the Community Shield, he didn't look. I know he scored and he was getting good position, but he didn't even look like the regular Trent in that game either. Um, I think he does look shaky at times. I think it is quite well known that his his defending can be a bit better. Mm. Um, but then on the on the other hand, you've got um, Andy Robertson on the other side, who's seven million, mm. you know, point you know, five cheaper yeah. than Trent, and mm-hmm. he was get he was getting up into the good positions, and he was also you know what it's like he can he can defend anyone on mm. in the in that position. So I think. I think they will get up and running. I think I think you've got to remember as well, Fulham played very, very well as well. Yeah, of course. Um, so I think in terms of, like you were saying, Trent and Liverpool in general, I think they will get up to speed. I do think they'll have a good game against Crystal Palace. Mm, so we look, we we are we're looking forward to that game against Palace over the weekend. Uh, no, that will be on a Monday evening. So we're looking at how yeah. how how Trent and Robo do for us. To uh, now the trans the transfer window is still open. Managers have a lot. Most of most of us are it's almost as if we don't we don't even care whether it closes or not. But then should managers still be on the lookout for new players coming in? Brentford has this guy Damsgaard coming in, played absolutely well in the Euros. Do you think managers should focus mm. focus on on him? Uh, well, I I'm going to say yeah because I am. Mm, <laughs> okay. On him. Um, I think you've got to remember that he did obviously he did play well in the Euros, but I think people are getting a bit overhyped about that Euros. Um, mm-hmm. Denmark as a team were very good. He was very good, but I think if if you see him in the league, he's that he was in. He was he was just you know top class. I think 
I think most people want to get him in because of how he did in the Euros and how he did against England. If you remember mm-hmm. that, yeah, you know, the free kick he scored was uh-huh. it was yeah, it wasn't great but uh-huh. for us. But I do think he is an option to look at, and I think people should, um, should keep an eye on this transfer window because a lot of times in the past the transfer window can get a bit stale, mm-hmm. but this year that there could still be some really exciting players coming in, like you know. Frankie de Jong at United. Um, you know, you, even Chelsea are on the lookout for Aubameyang and even they're in for de Jong now. So it could, some exciting players could still come in. Mm. And then, uh, mind you, he's he's a 5.5 million uh, player. And looking at the features he's got, he's got Everton at home, he's got Palace away, he's got Leeds at home, Southampton away, and uh, before he comes to play Arsenal at home, which, which these, are, these are at least... Uh, good, good fixtures for 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 Brentford. And so now let's come in and look at some differential, some players you think Mendes should be on the lookout for. Taking game week yeah. one into consideration, right? What are some yeah. of the players you, you, in your own view, you would think uh, Mendes should should pay at close attention to? I think um, top on the list is probably um, Aronson at Leeds. At Leeds, mm-hmm. um, yeah. There was there was conversation before game week one started that he could be an option over, you know even classed as a differential to the differentials such mm-hmm. as Neto and Bailey because he's 5.5 million. Yeah. Um, he played very well in at his old club. Um, and I think he's, he's one to watch. Obviously, if you saw the game, then he did get, he did get involved in a goal, which then was disallowed for own goal, but yeah. he was in that position. He was in that position. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's a top one to keep your eye on. I think, um, I think the other one as well um, is Andreas Pereira at Fulham. He was he played very well. I think in an easier game, he could easily get you know an assist or a goal. Mm-hmm. Um, also, another one at Leeds is probably Patrick Bamford. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's someone that most people don't really want to think about because of the season when he was injured and the season before that he got injured. But I think. You know, he's had that time out and he looked very, very good in that first game. So I think he should be someone that we're thinking about. Mm, okay. Bamford, Bamford has got 18, 18, uh, 18 points against Southampton. <laughs> 18, he got 18 <laughs> points against Southampton. And, and he's one player that is causing me a, a real high headache. And one thing with Southampton mm-hmm. is that players who do all against them do all against them and they don't have anything to stop stop them. And so he's become... Uh, uh, and, and, and one player I'm also tipping, looking at... Manchester United's defense is Ivan Tony from Brentford. Yeah, um, fantastic guy. <laughs> oh yeah, I like I like the way he plays, and so I I think, and also there's there's Danny Welbeck and, and Jack Harrison. Even though you can't really place a finger, what Welbeck you don't, you don't know what Welbeck is even going to do in the next game because he could <laughs> give you a good game right now, and maybe this time he's he's, he's just there blanking like it's it's it's, it's, it's nothing. So um. I think I think managers wants to be on the look on the look for for it. Mm. Um, can we still not be confident in, in picking Manchester United players for for for, for our teams? Um, I think people have got them in there. I think they want them to do well as an asset because you know with some of the fixtures they've got coming up, they could do well. Mm-hmm. But I just I just don't I just don't think they're there. I just think they've got too much else going on um, outside the off the pitch. You know, mm. obviously all the you know the owners and the Ronaldo situation and spending so much time trying to get the one player. I think they're more. I think the players are distracted. So I 
I wouldn't be afraid to put them in if they start playing well. You know, if they have two very, very good games, maybe don't go for the attackers. Maybe stick a defender in there or, you know, mm. you know, nope. yeah, I think the attacking um, assets aren't great. I think when Martial gets back, then he could be an option. No, oh, okay, okay. All right. So, um, um, and in game we've got players that people chose. People chose the likes of uh, uh, Bailey, Leon Bailey from, from Aston Villa. Um, and mm-hmm. he 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 really didn't really give managers that much. Uh, do you think um, there are play better players? You I mean you've mentioned Aronson, you've mentioned uh, you've mentioned Aronson Pera uh, with Pera playing an advanced like uh, a typical number ten with with Lee. Um, do you think uh, these players could could come in to replace Bailey? Um, yeah. Um, for me, I didn't. I don't have Bailey in my team. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't put him in mainly because. So, so many people put him in and I just think he wasn't, I didn't think he was going to do much because I think he, I think pre-season is very different to an actual league game. Mm-hmm. Um, as we saw. So my my opinion personally would just, you know, to be looking at the other options, like you said, um, like we mentioned, Aronson, he's, um, I think he's a 0.5 million more yeah. uh, than Bailey. And, but then also you've got Pereira, who's 0.5 million no, cheaper. Um, so it depend. I think it will de- depend on the money you've got in your mm. your bank. But I I do think you should get rid. I don't think he's gonna uh, he's gonna start. Well, not start. I don't think he's gonna start um, scoring as much. Mm, okay. So uh, uh, and and one thing I also also think is that I, I think this time around um, people should start looking at uh, City and Liverpool. Def- the, uh, I mean defenders. I mean looking at the games they've got in hand. Uh, City City is playing Bournemouth at home, and uh, um, Liverpool is also playing Palace. Do you think it's about it's about time managers started looking at? Uh, these two, these two guys who have been ruling English football for a while. Do you think people should just? And one thing about City defenders is Pep's rotation. I mean, it's 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 harder than it's harder yeah. than the the most difficult mathematics in in the world. I mean, you don't know you, a player could give a hat trick, and next game he's going to be on the bench. So, do you think it's about time people started doubling up on um on these defenders and defenders from City and, and Liverpool? Uh, yeah, I think people. I think before game week one, people were already doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we said at the start, people do panic after game week one and you know either hit the wild card or take the hits to get a better team because they don't think the team's good enough mm. but you know most people started the season with you know your Trent your Robertson and Cancelo I think most people had that um, I personally I think you only need the one Liverpool defender I okay. think both both Trent and Robertson do the job for you I know Trent may get a few more attacking returns but He's not looking him himself at the minute. Robertson mm-hmm. is looking better um, and a 0.5 million cheaper. I think your best bet really is to go for a double up on the City defence, whether that be... I think Cancelo has to be in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think yeah, Cancelo with, say, Edison or you say Ruben Diaz because he's guaranteed to start. Mm, okay, all right. And this time around, I think one 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 thing managers would would endure a lot is uh, because um, prior to the start of the league, people had rushed to take out Haaland after that community sealed game. I mean, after that mess, people just logged on and just took Haaland on. And after game week one, people are rushing to bring him back. <laughs> and mm. is it is this is this something we should look forward to 
uh within within the rest of the 37 game weeks people changing in and out after game game in game out was changing like just just like that uh, yeah i can see i think quite a lot with you know yahal and yahal and kane's in people's teams mm. because i think because because kane and harland are so high profile people mm. are expecting them to to be scoring every game but sometimes it's just not how it works mm-hmm. you've got you've got other people in either team so you've got you at your son and Kulaseski at Tottenham. You've got your, your Grealish, Foden and uh, Kevin De Bruyne at City. So I think it, you will see a lot of back and forth, back and forth. Um, personally, I think it'll only be until, you know, when everyone plays the wild card. And then I think people will realise that they, they do need both players. And that you'll see, you know, big at the, big at the top, medium at the back and then the budget midfielders. Mm, okay. Right. So after game week one, which 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 premiums do you think people can't afford to touch? No matter what happens, I mean they can afford to touch. I mean we've already spoken about Salah being my love for Salah is, is over the roof. <laughs> so when it comes to FBO, <laughs> and so which which other premiums do you think people don't have to touch? No matter whether they had a good game or not, people should just keep the faith in them, and then um, things will turn out well. Um, I think some. Some are low owned anyway, but I think one for me would be, you know, your likes of, you know, your Jamie Vardy's and stuff like that. Cause it, I think he pops up every now and again with a goal or two goals in one game week and then he goes quiet for a bit. Mm-hmm. I think he's one for me that, you know, you just shouldn't really get involved with. And in terms of defenders, and I know they're not, you know, premium, premium, but, you know, you chill well and you James, I wouldn't really have them in my team either, which is a bit controversial, but. I don't see Chelsea's defence being amazing this season. Yeah, um, yeah it's just stick away from Chelsea defence for me. Mm. And speaking of James, uh, in, the game, in the game against Everton, even though Chelsea looked a little bit shaky at the back, he he, he provided 10 plus crosses into, into the Everton Everton area. Maybe, uh, I don't know, but for me, I don't know, I don't know what's wrong. I feel, I feel Chelsea this time, this time around. Unless maybe, of course, we can all put our hands up and hope that probably they, they are going to bring in some, some, some defenders because um, looking at, uh, I mean, obviously they've got Kukuyara, they've got uh, Kukuyara coming in, Benchewo really not playing to his the bench where we know at Leicester. Um, I mean, as you said, you I mean we have to we have to look at Chelsea for a while before we can still we can still pick 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 um, their defenders. I think I think that's 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 really really true. So now is it is it time for people to look at Mitrovic? Um potentially. Potentially, yeah. Um I think he's gonna be one of those players who who will get goals this season. But I don't okay. think he'll, you know, be getting goals every single week. And don't get me wrong, he played well against Liverpool. And but I don't. I think people see a player from a lower side and think you know, he gets two goals against the big one of the big six, and mm. he's going to be getting that every week. I don't. I don't think he's going to be getting it every week. He's a good. He's a good option to maybe on your bench and you know to rotate with like your Jesus, for example, if they've got a, if he's got a harder game, but. He's definitely he is definitely an option, yeah, but not really as much as people think he's going to be. Mm, so he would be like uh, your your differential in attack. Not really, not really looking at him scoring, but then at least every now and then he can come in and then give you. And he's on penalties as well. Yeah, I think so. For example, yeah, if you had him on, on your bench, for example, and you're playing a four four two, and one of your midfielders doesn't have a great game, and he does, think you bring him in. 
you know, it, I think it's just one of them. He could be a great rotation player for these squads. Mm. Um, he's just, yeah, he is a good option, but when when the time's right, I think. Oh, okay, okay, sure. All right. So, um, I'll, and then very soon we'll be, we'll be coming to talk about captaincy options, um, looking at the, the mm. games we have. And now, now, uh, looking at how Holland, the Holland Jets just, uh, just soared high over the course of the game week one. Yeah. Would you would you would you say it's it's about time we started looking at a city a city midfield city midfield KDBs um and the rest? But potentially, yeah. If you've got if you've got a slot for your you no know, you seven to eight million pound uh, midfielders, um you know like your Foden, your Grealish, even Gundogan, because mm-hmm. I do think if Bernardo Silva leaves to Barcelona. Gundogan will be a guaranteed start. And if you looked at him against West Ham, he was pushing up a lot further, which you haven't really seen in the past. But I think, yeah. But if you're going for, say, if you're going for one of the £8 million midfielders, that's fine because you could swap out, you know, Diaz for uh, for Foden, who looked very good against West Ham as well. But I think if you want that De Bruyne, you may have to sacrifice Salah, which I don't think many people would want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, they are definitely worth looking at because, you know, Man City are Man City. Oh, okay. Okay, sure. All right. And uh, um, um, one thing one thing I think over the weekend surprised me was uh, uh, looking at um, some managers for me. Look at it. looks as if every, almost all the, the managers for me have changed because looking at Aston Villa, for instance, and you look at Aston Villa and the player that really went further was Matikas. And, and I mean, you would say that's a good thing, but then there was no no player for Matikas to, to be floating the balls. I mean, there was no Watkins for 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 uh, Matikas to gain his assist. And these are not players mm. who typically are going to give you goals. Looking at players like Patterson at, at, at Everton, do you think uh, it's about time Matikas uh, went down the drain for, for, for those players to come in? Uh, potentially. Um, I do still think he's got quite a bit to offer. Mm. Um, obviously, I'm not sure why Watkins didn't start or anything like that, but I do think Cash has a lot to a lot to offer. But like you're saying, um, there are that many good you know, fullbacks coming into the league now, um, mm. you know, popping up who have been quite quiet. Like I say, like your Patterson, he played well against Chelsea. Yeah. Um, your Kieran Trippier, your Matt Targets, um, just all of them really. They're all playing really, really good football, and arguably, say your Newcastle assets are mm-hmm. are in a better t- are in a better team. So yeah, I, I, I do agree that maybe you could swap out Matty Cash for for other ones. Mm, okay, okay. All right. So um now let's 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 talk let's talk about our teams. We'll be coming back to talk about the captains and we're wrapping up. Um yeah. I, I, I would I would like to know like your team. How how do you get these th- three premiums in your team? You you've got um Salah, you've got Haaland and you've got you've got you've got Salah, you've got Haaland and you've got Kane. I'm sure to your point maybe you should have even have Trent or Robo, one of them. How do you how do you yeah. do it? How do you do it? Um well, I can I'll quickly run through my team. Um, mm. This this was my my game week one team. There has been a few changes for game week two, but my game I did the the double four million pound Leicester goalkeepers. Okay. Um, for a start, because I feel like they they were a good option. Mm. Um, then I played a three four three: Cancelo, Cash, and Robertson. Mm-hmm. 
then I had uh, Almiron, uh, Salah, Martinelli, and Aronson. And then up top, I had obviously your uh, Haaland, uh, Kane, and Jesus. And on the bench was Iverson, uh, Nico Williams, Andreas Pereira, and Patterson, who we were talking about. So I think it, it was just a case of getting those cheap two defenders, the cheap goalkeepers, and three cheap midfielders, but looking for the ones that start the game, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that that gave me the space to put, obviously, Jesus, Kane, Haaland, Salah, and then managing to squeeze in Robertson and Cancelo as well. Uh, okay, okay. I think... My, I think my only fear is Cancelo, but I don't know. Since he took down number seven, Jesse, he's he's not playing like the Cancelo we know. I mean, he's he's more playing on the same line with Rodri, and that's not going to get you assists. Probably going to get you some clean sheets, but I don't know. I don't know what. And then again, it comes down to Pep Guardiola's rotation plan. I mean, and then yeah. his rotation is not just the players; it's rotation of system, rotation of everything, rotation of. Every, anything that has to do with Pep there's some form of rotation going on. And uh, mm. do you think um, Cancelo, at a lot of time, I mean, obviously, it's just game week one out of a possible 38 game weeks. Do you think, um, do you see Cancelo at a point going back to the Cancelo we all know? Uh, yeah, I think he will go back to how he was playing last season. Like we said about the Liverpool players, you know, starting off slow, mm. he, you know, he, he might not have had the best preseason. I was no City got a, a bigger break so they've not played as much football as everyone else mm-hmm. and I think even even when he's not as it, at his best he was looking nice against West Ham okay. you know passing the ball passing the ball around he got his bonus points so I think he, he is still an option um, but we know what Pep's like if you're not playing how he wants you to play he, he will bench you mm-hmm. um, okay. but then there's a the question of who's really going to replace him replace mm-hmm. Cancelo in that position we, we all thought after Zinchenko had left, we were all looking at having a, a formidable side where Kawaka and Cancelo plays in the end. And then we're also mm. thinking of then uh, Pep Guardiola's then coming in. So we're going to talk about captaincy in a bit. Yeah. So um, um, I want us to talk about um, Darwin Unix again, come back to Darwin Unix again. Um, and not just Darwin Unix, but then the players that made their debut in the new season. I mean, Obviously, Gabriel went to a new club, but you know he's playing the same English Premier League, so there's nothing to write home about. But let's talk about the likes of Kamaka, Kamaka, the likes of uh, um, Darwin Unix, of course, the likes of Haaland, the likes of the new guys that came in, Damsgaard. Do you think um, at a point managers would 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 see these guys? Uh, fly. I mean, Skamaka obviously when he came in, he didn't start the game obviously, and we all predicted that. But you know, he came at a point, and then you could see, even though West Ham were playing so well, you could see this is a guy who's ready to fly. Yeah, I think all three um, have started quite well. I think if you watch that West Ham versus Manchester City game, when he came on, he looked he looked good. I think if if he was against an easier team, he, he you know he could have scored. Mm-hmm. And West Ham aren't aren't a bad team. They've, they've got you know they've got good players. They've got a good way of playing. So I think he could have definitely come in against an easy team um, and done well. I think what did he get last season? I'm not sure if if you know. I think was it 15, 16 goals? Yeah, last season something like that. So you know he's and I think he will come in and play just as well. Obviously, City wasn't the best game to to start with, mm-hmm. um, but then like you, like you mentioned, um, Nunes and and Haaland, I think they're all gonna play really well. 
I think they're all kind of the same build. They're all, you know, you know, quite tall, you know, six foot three and over, all three mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. So you, mm-hmm. you and they're all they're all they're all very fast. They're all you can all score goals with the feet, the head, you know, so it's a new kind of striker that we've not really had since God knows when, <laughs> but you know, pacey tall strikers that can score in any way. So now let's 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 talk about captain captaincy options. Um I mean if you ask me this last season, I'll just close my eyes and tell you, give give the armband, throw just throw the armband to Salah and close your eyes. But this season, an entire new season, uh, we have a lot of premiums. Uh even 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 as of last, even as of game week one, you you, you can see how um KDB can even get the armband at the point. Looking at the past, he fed Haaland and he just the, the striker just just took off like 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 lightning. Now we've got Salah, mm-hmm. we've got Haaland, we've got KDB at the point. You could even go, throw it to a defender. You could you could give it to looking at if Trent is to come back to the strength we know from last season. You could give me the armband. So how 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 would the decisions be made this this season? I think obviously you look at your your games as you usually would, but then I think you've got to take into you know your instinct and think who can get into those position, positions can can Kevin De Bruyne find Haaland but then would you be better off captain in Haaland and it, it's just one of them um, I think this season you're going to see a lot of different captaincy options not not just attackers like you know your Salas your Haaland your Nunes and stuff like that even your defenders you know I think more defenders might get captaincy this year you know, because mm. all the top defenders, bar Trent and Robertson, got, you know, clean sheet points and the bonus points. So they're getting more and more involved in the game. So, you know, if you, if you captained like Reese James or Ben Chilwell, you'd be getting 13, 14 points. I know it's not a huge, huge return, but, you know, it's mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Um. So, I th- yeah, like, like you said, I think there are many, there are going to be a lot of options. It's not just going to be stick it on Salah and, be done with it. I think you're going to have to really think who you captain, and you know it could it it could really help you in your you know your mini leagues and your rank because you, you could have half of your league captaining Kane, some of them captaining Salah, and some on Nunes and you know Harland. It, it, it's going to be very very interesting because in terms of captaincy last year, you weren't really getting an advantage because everyone was captaining Salah. Hmm. No, okay, okay, all right. So now let's 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 narrow it down. Let's narrow it down to game week two. Who are you captaining? I know you've got you've got you have you have Kane, you have the luxury of keeping Kane and then sticking to sticking to faith. You've got Kane, you've got yeah. Salah, you've got um and, and then of course you've got Holland. Who 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 is gonna yeah. be your captain? Well this week I've done my you know, I did a few early transfers just to get out of the way. Um and I, I've got rid of Kane. Mm, I brought okay. in Darwin Nunes, so I think it, it it's still a matchup between Haaland and Salah because um, Haaland's got Bournemouth at home, um, who are arguably a lot easier team than West Ham are. It did take City a while to break them down. I think it is going to go to Haaland as much as I love Salah and as much as he's great. It's got to be Haaland. He's just on a roll. I'm hoping it continues. It could come back to to haunt me but it's just one of them 
<laughs> I just I just love how how you talk about it. I just love how brave you are. You know, you know, my dilemma has been yes, um Haaland has got an, a much easier fixture looking at how he played against West Ham, and we all know that. Mm. But then then again, uh this is Burnmouth. Probably uh new in a new side, they're probably gonna hold City and the 70 minutes, and City doesn't have a goal, and uh, they are gonna mm-hmm. end up winning by a goal to nil. I mean, they got they, we've got a three points, a possible clean sheet. Then they're gonna have a, 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 a palace, a palace side who uh, who are not playing. I mean, this is not a Royal Hudson Palace, you know, they're probably gonna sit deep, gonna pack the bus. This is a uh, Patrick Vieira. If you look at how they played against uh, Arsenal the first mm-hmm. game week, you you know, this is a side that likes to hold the ball, likes to penetrate the defense and and so it's not your typical um or a Hossan defense so my dilemma has to be that like it's, it's possible Haaland might go in the score one then Salah comes in gets a hat-trick <laughs> Darwin in his course two ends up <laughs> becoming like six now how do you even leave yourself but then um I, I know yeah. all these are just they are just for 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 the analysis you know definitely but we are, we are just hoping we can only hope that through the captain to Haaland and see how how it how it works <laughs> how it works yeah, yeah. I think yeah, sure. I think Harlan Harlan's good on you know your goal scoring. I don't really see him getting many assists. But mm-hmm. then, as you've just mentioned, Nunes and Salah. You know, Salah's going to be putting them balls into Nunes, yeah. and Salah can be scoring goals as well. Mm-hmm. Salah will be even putting them into the box or cutting into the box to score it himself. So that's where your extra points could be. Harlan can get two goals, but you know Salah could get two goals, two assists, or something like that against against a Palace team. He always does well against Palace, so. I think it is just a, another gut feeling, whatever you think is going to happen. But it, it is definitely between Haaland and Salah. Mm, okay, uh, and and I, and I guess that this is going to this is going to stay between them for 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 quite a long time. We hope. Okay, yeah. so now let's 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 move away from game week two. I know um, we just want to talk about you are a Liverpool fan. Let's talk about chances of Liverpool coming in and yeah. breaking this monotony of Man City. Um, always seem seeming to 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 run away with it, with the trophy. Do you think this time around with the with, with the inclusion? Don't don't forget Sadio has left to buy to to buy in. and with the with the inclusion of Darwin. Unix, um, you've got in there, you've got Carvalho from, from, from Fulham and a few other good players as well. I mean, if we knew Harvey Elliott's contract, do you see um, Liverpool giving Man City a, a, a chase? So, so is it going to go down like last season, down to the, the last game of the season? Um, I think it is going to be close again. Mm. I think, I think last season it was just City and Liverpool. But if you, you know, now you've got, you know, Tottenham coming up. I think Tottenham are now favourited number three. Mm. And I, I don't think they're going to challenge because, you know, but then again, if they go out and beat that Chelsea side, you know, three, four nil, like a four one like they beat Southampton, it could be a different story. But I think as a Liverpool fan, I, it was nice. It was very exciting to watch it going down to the last day. Very nerve wracking as well. You now I must say, um, but I do think City will just run away with it again. Not run away with it as, you know, it's not, not going to win it by 20 points. I think it will be close, but I think with Haaland in there, as soon as they learn properly how to play with an uh, out-and-out number nine, they will play a lot better. But then again, Liverpool were doing that, like you said. Um, Sadio Mane's left, um, which he was a key role. But then I think now you've got Diaz coming in to replace and we've got a proper, a proper number nine. So I think most of the goals will be going through him. So it can be close. Uh, you can always hope for the best. I've, I've got a feeling that City are going to uh, 
can I take it again? Who, who do you think is going to score most points in in game week two? And that is the first question. And who do you think is going to um, probably win the the Golden Boot um, this this season, twenty two twenty three? Uh, golden Boot, I think, will be Mo Salah. Okay. Mm, wow. <laughs> um, uh, in terms of game week two points, I think it is um, I think it will be Haaland. Okay. Um, yeah. Just just with the game, or it's a, it's a hard one to call. I think everything is either going to be Salah, Haaland, Kane, Son, stuff like that. But I think this weekend with City playing at home and Haaland already having scored two against West Ham away, he's going to mm. be he's going to be you know, running on that form and he's, he's going to go in and you know, I think he's going to rip bomb to shreds. Mm, okay. All right. So, um, thank you so much for joining us. This, we've been speaking to FPL Lewis and trust me, you'll be hearing more of these expert analysis from, from, from in the subsequent <sighs> game weeks as well. So you can, you can check out, you can check out, he's been doing this, he's been doing this um, for, for quite a long time and trust me, fantasy Premier League is, is a game we all love. Everybody, everybody loves mm-hmm. it. When it, it keeps it keeps the world on on, on a hold when you're playing the season. So, so Lewis, um, once again, thank you for your time and um, all the best, all the best in in in, in game week two. Yeah, you too. Be good to uh, come back on at some point. Be sure, good. sure. All right. So, um, managers, don't forget the deadline is. 9.30 a.m. UK time. That is your deadline. So by then, all your tweaks should should be done. So this is where we end. 